Shalom to all. Today's daf is based on daf Chaf Dalad. We are starting Chaf Kim Lamed Beis with the brand new parak. And today's daf is sponsored by Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sar Basar Biakiv Moshe Hernish Sham Shad Avnalia, and Lili Nishmas, Mars Freida Chaya Bela Basar Biyitzchak Tzvi Hernish Sham Shad Avnalia. And in honor of the yardset of Rav Beryl Yudol Ben Baruch, he should be Meil Tzayesh for his family and all of Klai Yisrael. Now, up until now, we've been discussing food-related malachas which are permitted on Yontif, save for a brief machlokes about Teichen. We begin this new parak discussing a malacha which, although is part of obtaining food, is not permitted on Yontif. According to Rashi, if something could be done before Yantif, then it's not allowed to be done on Yantif. Shechita, for example, can't be done before Yantif because the meat will get ruined. And by the same token, this mission is talking about trapping, catching a fish, or trapping an animal, which can be done before Yantif and is therefore also on Yantif. And now the mission says, Ain't sought in Dugman and Abifim Yantif. A person is not allowed to trap a fish from a fish pond on Yantif. Vain nice little and Zainus, and he's not allowed to even feed them. That's because they can get their food from the pond itself. Larger fish eat the smaller ones, and the smaller ones they could eat plants and whatnot that they find in the water. So therefore, you're not allowed to feed them on Yantif. However, you are allowed to trap birds and wild animals from a corral or an enclosure of sorts. And you are allowed to feed them. That's because they're relying on you for food. Now, he says, not all enclosures or corrals are equal. This is the rule. If it's lacking trapping, meaning it's not considered trapped, even though it's in this enclosure, if you still have to go and trap it, so then you're not allowed to take it on Yontif because it's considered trapping it on Yontif. But if it's not lacking trapping, if it's considered trapped already in this enclosure, and all you have to do is take it, so then what are you allowed to take it on Yontif? It's not considered like you're trapping it. And now the Gemara asks a question right away. For a minute, we ask a question from Ambraiso. We have these enclosures of Chayas and Ifas. You're not allowed to take something from them on Yontif. And you're not allowed to feed them. Whereas our Mishnah seems to say you are allowed to. We have a question. So the Gemara says, There's no question. Because this Brath we just quoted is Rabbi Yehuda. And Harabanan, our Mishnah is the Rabbanan. Did not we have a different Mishnah in Mesechah Shabbos? Rabbi Yehuda Eimer, he says, if a person chases a bird into a migdal, which does not mean a tower, it means like a closet or a box, and he chases a deer into a house and then he closes the door, he's chayv for trapping on Shabbos. And we infer from here that if he traps it in a house, then he's going to be chayv because then it's considered trapped. But if he traps it inside this large enclosure, then it's not considered trapped. If you trap this bird inside this closet or box, so then you're going to be chayv. They agree with Rabbi Yehud on that point. However, they do argue regarding a tzvi, regarding a deer, that if you trap it in a garden, a chatzar, or one of these enclosures, then you would be chayev. So here we at least have a partial answer. The brisa seems to be Rabbi Huda, and our mission is the chachamim. El oifas oifas kashi. We still have a problem oifas oifas because our mission allows taking a bird from a beaver, and the brisa doesn't allow it. And both Rabbi Huda and the chachamim seem to agree with the brisa. And mechitim, if you want to suggest as the gemara hanami lekashi, that's also not a problem. Haba beaver makura. Our mission is talking about a roofed beaver, and therefore it's already considered trapped, and therefore you're allowed to take it on yontef. And haba beaver shein makura. The brisa is talking about a non-roofed enclosure, and therefore it's not really considered trapped. But habayis de a house is considered like a roofed enclosure. Ubein Rabbi Huda, Bein Rabbanan, both according to Rabbi Huda and Rabbanan in this Mishnah Maseches Shabbos, Tzipur Lemigdal in Labayis Loi. It's only considered trapping a bird if you chase it into a box or a closet and close the door, but not if you close the door on the house. And a house is a roofed enclosure, and still we see it's not considered trapped. So we have a steer between a Brayis and a Mishnah. So Amar Rabbi Rafuni answers Hachab Tzipur Jarskino. That Mishnah Maseches Shabbos is actually talking about something different. It's talking about a Tzipur drawer Shein Mekabelas Mars. It doesn't accept mastery. You're not really ever able to catch it. The Tanit Bar Rabbi we have a brayz from his Meshur Rabbi Shmuel. Lamanekar Shmuel Tzipor Jor. Why is it called a Tzipor Jor? Shedara Babayas Kibasada. It lives in the house just like it lives in the field. Meaning these are birds that live just about anywhere, even when in a house, will fly from place to place, making them difficult to catch. So that's why the Mishnah says that if you chase it into a house and you lock the door, it's not considered trapped because you're not going to be able to catch it in your house as well. Whereas our brayz and our Mishnah is talking about a regular bird that if it's in a roofed enclosure, then there's no problem. And now the 
Gemara says, Hashad Asul Hachi, once we've come to this conclusion that we don't have to say that it's a machlekes tanaim, chaya chaya nam kasha, we also don't have to say that there's a problem, chaya and chaya, we don't have to say it's a machlekes tanaim, haba beaver katan, we could say that our Mishnah is talking about a small enclosure where the animals are already considered trapped, and haba beaver gadol, the Bryce is talking about a larger enclosure where the animals not really considered trapped. Now the Gemara just asks, hechi dami beaver katan, hechi dami beaver gadol, what's considered a small enclosure or a large enclosure? Amravashi, he says, kol basra, if you're able to chase after it, umati and you could catch it in one shot, meaning you don't have to make this into a whole hunt, into a whole mission to catch it. You could really just chase after and get it in one shot, then beaver cut, and that's considered a small enclosure. V'idach beaver gadol. However, if it's a whole mission to catch it, it's a whole hunt that you got to get this animal, that's a beaver gadol. Inami, alternatively, we could say, if there's corners within this corral, within this enclosure, beaver gadol, and that's considered beaver gadol because they could hide there. V'idach, and if it doesn't have corners, then beaver cut, and it's considered a small beaver. Inami, alternatively, if the shade of one wall will fall on the opposing wall, beaver cut, and that's a small beaver. And if it does not fall on the opposing wall, so then it's considered a large beaver. And we concluded our mission by saying, Rav Shimon Gamliel, I'm really called beaver in Shavin. And I'm Rav Yosef, I'm Rav Yehuda, I'm Rav Shmuel. Halacha Rav Shimon Gamliel, that halacha is like Rav Shimon Gamliel. Normally, Abai, Abai asked Rav Yosef, Halacha Mechal de Pligi. By saying the halacha is like Rav Shimon Gamliel, that implies that he argues with the Tanakama. But as we just explained in the previous Gemara, he's not arguing with the Tanakama. He's just explaining the Tanakama. So I'm really Rav Yosef respond to Abai, Umay Nafikal Chamina. So what does it make a difference to you? That halacha is like everyone. I just said that halacha is like Rav Shimon Gamliel. So I'm really Abai respond to him. Gemara, Gemara, we're learning halacha, we're learning Gemara, we're learning something over here. Is my rasa to hey, it should just be like music? Is it just like a song with no understanding? We need to understand everything we learned down to the last detail, and you have to be specific about what you say. And Rabbi Gamliel's rule was if it's lacking trapping, if you still have to trap it, so then it's not considered trapped, and you would not be allowed to take it on Yantif. Ask the Gemara, what does that mean that it's lacking catching it? You still have to trap it. If a person has to say, let's go get a trap, let's go trap it, let's go find a way to catch this animal, then it's considered like it's not trapped, like it's not caught, and then that would be us to take on Yontif. Amr'le'abai, he asks, how could that be? Geese and chickens, that you do have to say, let's go try to find a way to catch it. V'tanyin, we have a b'raisa, if a person traps geese and chickens, or these doves, putter, he's going to be putter. So clearly, that is not the criteria for determining whether or not it's considered trapped or not. Amr'abar of Hun, Amr'shmul, he answers, halalu, these geese and chickens, they come back to where they nest, they come back to their cage or their coop in the evening, and therefore they're already considered like they're caught. The halalu and these other birds, these other animals, they don't come back to where they nest in the evening, and therefore if you have to go get a trap to trap them, it's considered like you actually are trapping them and you're not allowed to do that on Yontif. Ask the Gemara, these different types of pigeons and doves, they do come back to their nest in the evening. We have a bride, so it says, if a person traps these doves and these pigeons, and these birds which nested in jugs and mansions. They used to place jugs of sort outside these large houses to enable wild birds to nest there, kind of like the early version of a birdhouse in your yard. If a person trapped any of these, he would be chayev, and these do come back to their nest in the evening. So al he answers, really, here's the difference. Halalu, geese and chickens, they come back to where they nest in the evening, and they rely on you for food. The halalu and these pigeons and doves, they might come back to where they nest in the evening, but they don't rely on you for food, so therefore it's still considered trapping them. Now, if Mari Amr, he gives different criteria. Hani, doves and pigeons, they're going to try to slip away from you. They're going to try to fly away from you when you catch them. But Vahani, geese and chickens, they're not going to try to slip away from you when you catch them. Ask the Gemara, Kulinami, every type of bird or fowl or flying creature, if you try to catch, is going to try to fly away from you. So, of course, it's considered trapping it, even geese and chickens. So, we answer the Kluvan Kamrin, we're talking about to their nest, they're going to run away. Meaning, when you try to catch any bird, it's going to run back to its nest. However, doves and pigeons, when they're 
in their nest. If you try to catch them, they're actually going to try to fly away from you, and that's why they're not really considered trapped, even when they're at their nest. However, geese and chickens, once they're in the place where they live, in their nest, in their coop, then they're not going to try to fly away from you. And more about trapped animals on Yontif. A trap for a wild animal, a bird, or fish that was set before Yontif. You're not allowed to take that which you find inside it on Yontif. Unless you know for sure that it was caught Erev Yontif, because then it's not considered Mukta. However, if you're not so sure whether or not it was caught before Yontif, you are not allowed to take it on Yontif. There was a story with a Gentile, Shehevi Dagum Rab Gamliel, that he brought fish from Gamliel on Yontif. The Amar Ram Gamliel said, Mutarnahain, that really I'm allowed to take them from this Gentile. Al Shein would sign the Kabbalah man who just said, I don't want to take them from him. That's because Ram Gamliel didn't like this fellow. And now it's the Gemara right away. Maisa Lister is the Mishnah bringing a story to contradict that which it just said. We just said that you have to know for sure that it was caught on Yontif. However, if it's a Suffolk, if you're not so sure whether or not it was caught before Yontif, you're not allowed to use it. And then right away, Ram Gamliel says, Here are these fish that are being brought to me by a Gentile on Yontif. I don't know whether or not they were caught on Yontif, they were caught before Yontif, and still I'm allowed to take them. So that seems to be contradictory. So the Gemara says, No, we're actually missing something in the Mishnah, and this is what should be taught. Suffolk Muchan Usr. If it's Suffolk, if it was Muchan before Yontif, then it's Usr. But Ram Gamliel Matur, Ram Gamliel does allow Suffolk Muchan. And Umayasa Nami, Menachir Echad, there was a story with this Gentile, Shehevi Dagmar Ram Gamliel. He brought these fish to Ram Gamliel, and they were Suffolk Muchan. And Ram Gamliel says, They're really their mutter to take. I just don't want to take it from him. But according to Ram Gamliel, Suffolk Muchan is mutter. And now Amrav Yehuda, Amr Shmuel, and Halachak Ram Gamliel, the Halacha is not like Ram Gamliel. Suffolk Muchan is not mutter. And some say that Shmuel's Halacha was said on the following Brisa, the Tanya, it says in the Brisa, Suffolk Muchan, Ram Gamliel, Matar, Ram Gamliel allows. Rabbi Shua, Ais, Rabbi Shua does not allow. And Amrav Yehuda, Amr Shmuel, Halachak Rabbi Shua, the Halachas of Rabbi Shua, that Suffolk Muchan is Asr. And the Ikadamasi law, and some teach Shmuel's Halacha, Aha, on the following. The Tanya, you have a Brisa, Daladam, based on the top, Shechin, Ram Nagar, and Beyond, if you're allowed to shecht an animal that was taken from an enclosure on Yontif, but you're not allowed to if you took it from a net or from a trap on Yontif because you don't know if it was caught before Yontif or on Yontif. Rabbi Shimon Elazar, he says, If you came and you found that your trap was ruined on Erev Yontif, you know for sure that it was caught Erev Yontif and its mutter. Now, their traps were actually very long nets, and when an animal got entangled in it, it would struggle to break free, and the net would get dislodged and undone, and you'd be able to see this from very far away, even though you didn't actually see the animal trapped. Once you saw that that net was tangled and it was undone and it was mukulkal, you knew that there was an animal trapped in there. However, if you came on Yontif and you found that the whole trap was ruined, you know that it was trapped on Yontif and it's Asr. Ask the Gemara, hold on one second, that itself seems to be a stira. Amit, you just said in the ratio that if you found the trap was ruined on Erev Yontif, then you know for sure that it was caught in Erev Yontif. That's only because you came and you saw that it was ruined Erev Yontif. But if it was a suffix, you're not so sure when it was trapped and it would be usher. But Ema Seifa, the second part of the statement said, If you found that it was ruined on Yontif, then you for sure know that it was trapped on Yontif. But that's only because you found that it was ruined on Yontif. It seems to be that if you're Basafik, you're not so sure when it was caught, then you could assume that it was caught in Erev Yontif and it would be permitted. So there's a steer mashmos. If you have a Suffolk, is it permitted or not? So we say, no, this is really what he's saying. If you found that it was ruined Erev Yontif, then Erev Yontif you know for sure that it was caught Erev Yontif and Mutar and then it's permitted to use because for sure Muchan but if it's a Suffolk you're not so sure when it was caught then Nasa Kamisha Nitsudu Biyantif it's as if it was trapped on Yontif and it's Asr and on this Shmuel said his Halacha Amrav Yehud Amr Shmuel Halacha Kripshem and Elazar the Halacha Kripshem and Elazar the Suffolk Muchan is not permitted Va'am Mutar and Hanram Gamliel had said in the Mishnah that these fish that were brought to him by the Gentile on Yontif are permitted Mutar and Lamai what are they permitted for asked the Gemara Rav Amr he says Mutar and Lakabal you're allowed to accept them you're not allowed to eat them but we're not going to be so that you're not allowed to actually move them that they're Asr Batiltal. Whereas 
Velevi, Amar Levi says, Mutar Machilo, you're allowed to even eat them. Now, Amar Rav, Rav says, A person should never withhold himself from going to the base Medjush, even for a short amount of time. Levi and I were in front of Rebbe, Ki Amar Hashmaitza, when he said this over, and Beurt in the evening, Amar, he said, Mutar Machilo, that something that's a suffix that was brought to you on Yantif is actually permitted to eat, but Betzafra in the morning, Amar, he said that Mutar and Lakabal, you're only allowed to take them, but you're not allowed to eat them. Now, another Havai Be Midrasha, I was in the Bismarck in the morning, Hajibi, so I was Chaiser from that original halacha. You're not allowed to eat them, you're only allowed to take them. Whereas Levi, do I have a Bemajasha? He was in the Bismarck in the morning, Loi Hadar Bay, so he wasn't Chaiser, and that's why we argue about this. Now, Mesa, we're going to ask a question on Levi from Abraisa. Nachur Shevi Darn Israel, a Gentile that brought a present to a Yid Anyantif, a Filu Daganam Fulman, even if it's moist, fresh fish, or pears been a Yaman, and fruit that was picked that day, Mutarn, it's permitted. Now, we're assuming that it was picked that day and it was caught that day because they're fresh and they're moist. Now, Bishlam Lamadar Mutarn Lakabal, according to Rav, that you're allowed to accept that which was brought to you on Yantif, but you're not allowed to eat it shopier, so this price makes sense. Elamanda Ar Mutar Machila, but according to Levi, that it's permitted to actually eat that which was brought to you by the Gentile on Yantif, Paris Ben Yaman Mishar Bachila, is it permitted to eat fruit that was picked that day? You're not allowed to eat it, it's Mukta. The Gemara asked, hold on one second, Ul Tamech, according to your logic, that you have a problem with these Paris Ben Yaman, these fruits that were picked that day, Paris Ben Yaman Mishar Batiltul, are you allowed to even be metal to them? Are you allowed to handle them? They're Mukta. So even Rav would say that you're not allowed to be metal to them. So this price is actually also question on Rav, not only on Levi. So the Gemara says, you're right. We're talking about fish that's still red under the gills, so it's fresh, but it wasn't caught today. And these fruits, they were wrapped up in greens right when they were picked, which was before Yantif, so they're still fresh. And according to everyone, you're allowed to eat them. And this brisa doesn't have to be only like Ramagamliel and a question on Levi. It's actually according to everyone, and we don't necessarily have a question from this brisa on Levi. Now, ask the Gemara of Amai Karle Bnei Yaman. So why is it that we call them Bnei Yaman? Seemingly, they were picked today. They're as if they were picked that day because they're so fresh. It's as if they were just picked off the tree. Now, Amr Papa, he says, Hilchsa, the halacha is, If a Gentile brought a present to Jew on Yantif, if we have some of this that's still connected to the ground, Usr, so then you're not allowed to take from him because you have to assume that Malacha was done with it, that it was picked on Yantif, and therefore it's Usr. And even in the evening, meaning Matzah Yantif, it's Usr Bechdeshi Yasu. On Matzah Yantif, there are Usr Bechdeshi Yasu, which is the amount of time it would take to perform this Malacha. When Malacha is done by Isr, even when we would allow one to benefit from it on Matzah Shabbos or Yantif, we would require him to wait the amount of time it takes to perform this Malacha so as not to derive actual benefit from that which was done because he could have done it after Shabbos or Yantif. Anyway, that's this concept of Bechdeshi Yasu. Now, if we do not have any of this that's still connected to the ground, so then you could assume that it was not necessarily picked on Yantif. And now there's only one more thing that needs to be determined. If it came from within the Tchum, so then it's permitted to take and benefit from. However, if it came from outside the Tchum, it's Usr, because once again, an Isra was performed with this, and you're not allowed to benefit from it. And if it was brought for one Yid specifically, a different Yisrael, whom he was not brought for, he's allowed to benefit from it. We're going to stop here for the day. Everyone should have a wonderful day.